I think out of all the petitions that I've seen during this coronavirus time, this is probably the most um, outlandish one. Mm-mm, no, it's not. Well, no, I'll say not outlandish. I wanted to say outrageous, but not outrageous. Just not like the most in your face, like wow. Not and not that it's not deserved. It's just like y'all are really gonna take in it here, huh? And I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I get it. I get the the thing, the, the, the and, thing is, and I'm talking with, about the 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 um the petition to deport Tory Lanez. The thing is. There are a lot of celebrities or people with platforms who, like, either did a lot of stupid things. And I want to say end of their career because cancel culture doesn't really, you know, it's mm-hmm. it only really applies to some people. You know, it's, it's real. It's, it's like made up but not really, you know, it's whatever. But at the same time, it's like it's a lot of people who have, quote, unquote, canceled themselves out during this time. And I don't know how you became mm-hmm. the, the king of quarantine. And you go from that to, and and, and and having your own independent label, and releasing. Yeah, he was about to win, right? He got the MTV and, deal, and you had an MTV deal. Mm-hmm. All of that, just and you had Megan Thee Stallion. All of that, just to, I don't know, go ghost now, and Shot it's like in the foot. Shot right, somebody, but, but quote, quote, allegedly, because of course people don't want to admit that he did actually shoot her twice. Um, but even though the oh, best friend said you. that she didn't shoot her and she didn't have any gun and she didn't shoot anybody, <laughs> Megan didn't have a gun, so yeah. there's only one other person in the car with a gun. But okay, it, it's just clear that they they not telling uh, they trying to let the streets handle it. And I'm that's their prerogative. My biggest thing is just it's just so clear that Meg does not fit society's standard of like what a traditional standard of beauty is. They, they, it's clear to me now that they like her because she was exotic or something different. And it's like, no, she's a, she's a woman just like any other woman. It deserves to be retreated, um, deserves to be treated that way. Like I was thinking, like we were saying, if this was, had happened to Kylie Jenner, and they were she was on video that they wouldn't be making fun. No. But I took um, it a step further and said if they happened to Zendaya, they wouldn't be doing it. It's it's the amount of people with platforms who say things. And I know people go, Oh, well, they're human and they can say these things and you know when you have a certain platform, when you have a following, when you have a business, you have to be wise about what you say. Because it can come out offensive to a large amount of people. Whether you say it in a joking way or not, you have to be mindful. You have a platform. That's like you tweeting lyrics and someone thinking like, oh, the blog's going, oh, trouble in paradise for X, Y, and Z. Because they tweeted these. You have to be mindful of what you put out if you have a certain platform. That's it. That's it. It's unfortunate, but it comes with the territory. So. Well, yeah, try telling TMZ and all these paparazzi that have been violating for years. That's the issue. The thing is that there's not really, well, there's kind of laws. There's defamation, but, like, it's not like they can get all up in your space. Ain't nothing really stopping them, you know? It's nuts. Just prayers for Meg, man. Prayers for Meg. Prayers for Meg. Word. It's over for you, Tori. It's over. Uh, I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way, how far? On the way, 
Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need to hear you say my name. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on the way to listening to both Brandy and Beyonce albums this weekend. (laughs) My you, God. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on your way to put on your best, flyest early 2000s gear mm. because our favorites are coming to Netflix. Come on, starting Net- next week. And this Come on, fall. flicks. I just. Uh, I was really wondering, like, because you know, nothing's been filming um, this year so that they can have like fall, you know fall tv mm-hmm. fall debut so mm-hmm. i'm like what are they gonna do netflix mm-hmm. <laughs> this is pretty good that's pretty good exactly so shout out to netflix for you know giving us i just want it to be good great quality with moesha great mm-hmm. quality with, with with the parkers with all seasons. the shows that are coming out seasons all seasons right i need not not shortened scenes and episodes like no Come and Netflix it, usually on. doesn't do, Netflix usually when they show the TV show it's like I like it because it's the full thing no commercial breaks like it's you know it's, yeah, more so than Hulu even um, right but either way but either also. way I forgot about it. see I got I got so excited for shows. I know you said it you said it uh, we got so excited for shows that we grew up on that that if you find it on TV today you are watching half and half are you serious. Okay, amen. But either way, <laughs> anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black story. Queen, <laughs> Sylvie Jones. Finding How you doing? You and finding me. Finding I'm- you <laughs> and finding me. Come on. What is it? You're not real if you don't know about Half and Half, man. That show was funny. About Rachel True and S's Atkins. Come on now. Who looks the and same to this on- day? And Telma Hopkins, and what is my uh, other lady's name? I'm gonna look it up now. Go ahead, do your thing, cause I'm gonna be so mad at myself if I know her name. She is the she's she's the best. It's at the, the tip of my tongue as well. Oh my gosh! Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not you looking up the cast of Half and Half right now. Oh, IMDb's coming in so handy right now. Um, uh, don't you love them? Oh, don't IMDB act like they don't know what half and half is. Come, they said like the milk. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, keep going. I'm look for it. Go ahead. You gotta ask me. Oh, I said <laughs> Black Queen, Sylvie Jones. Oh, you did. Sorry. You see, I was so trapped into. The- <laughs> amen, amen, amen. I'm bl- <laughs> the blackness is jumping out today. I keep the keep on. I'm mm. doing pretty well. Um, just been overwhelmed with a lot of work that i've been doing this whole week but still happy and grateful and mm-hmm. excited to be alive and in this space okay you got valerie pettiford <laughs> valerie pettiford yes Hello through it. his arms up <laughs> she is hilarious <laughs> um sorry go ahead yes yes um, yes yeah so just just happy to be alive and around um trying to just be my best self 
that's all I'm doing, like, to be very honest, just to be my best self, live to my right. full potential, not try to stress, um, mm-hmm. get a lot of Rest vitamin give. D as possible. I've gotten so much vitamin D and still browning and shining, 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 you yeah. You mean sir? Yes. Why wouldn't okay. I mean? Come on now. Well, well, we got kids listening to this. Oh, uh, well, yeah. No, we don't. Um, kids get here. <laughs> oh, oh. That's <laughs> just saying. Yeah, so I've just been just feeling really happy and full and blessed, man. I can't I can't even talk about any of the negatives in my life or anything that I can't even complain. Like Amen. I can't complain, but I'm not gonna complain. Like I got mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to wake up this morning and I did oh. that. I had the opportunity to seize the day and I did mm-hmm. that. So, you know? With mm-hmm. complaints, that that all oh, that's minor. How are you, Khalil? Doing pretty. I have a list of mm-hmm. things I could say, but like I said, I, I'm just. Brandy and Beyonce are coming out tomorrow, Thursday night. You know, there's not really much else to say. I don't think I'm gonna stay up at three o'clock in the morning. Though. Oh, I'm. I think I'm gonna stay up. Is I'm. I'm gonna stay up and listen to Brandy as soon as that comes out. And then I think Friday I'll wake up in the morning and watch the full Black is King yeah, visual. Because it's not like when it was Coachella, it was Beachella, and it was like, nah, you need to stay up at 4 o'clock in the morning and watch Beachella. No, no. I want to, yeah, I just, right, 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 right. I just want to take it in in full. I don't want to be falling asleep. Like nodding. Delirious talking about, no. ah. right. Yeah. Right. With the visions, the visuals look crazy. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I might get hyped. Twitter might be going crazy. I'm sure they're going to be going crazy. No, but they uh, probably yeah. won't. No, no, no. They the, are. The, the visual album is not Disney Plus. Is not like Apple, so it's not going to come out at like midnight. It's going to come out like by the time we wake up in the morning, it'll be out. So that's that'll be good. Let's go. The scenes. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just waiting to be scalped. Um, other than that, I had a little <laughs> bike tumble the other day. I fell off my bike coming down a hill. But I'm all right, you know, nothing, a little bruise, nothing broken, just ice and everything, you know. <laughs> I've been riding a bike for two years in the summertime now. I guess it's just bound that you're going to fall it's off right. at least once, at least once. But I got up, I rolled back home, I was straight, I was straight, you know. But where's your protective gear? I feel like a lot I had of on times. a helmet, I had on a helmet. That's all that matters. I ain't put on no elbow pads, all right, I'm not seven, Okay. Look. But I, that would have helped. That would have helped this bruise on my elbow, this scar on my elbow. Though. Don't would've. try to be cute out here without any protective gear, thinking, "Oh, I'm not trying to." You what am I? Seven. Yo, what person have you seen riding a bike with elbow and knee pads on? It would have been me, but I didn't get any elbows and knee pads yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, like, I'm not afraid. It, when you do it, we can go bike riding together and and twin it up, all right? But for the meantime, you're going to have me out here looking like um part of um Barney's learning world. Um, Look, also. <laughs> hey, I ain't, ain't no shame in my game. Because what happens when I fall off that bike? You get back up again, get back exactly. up again. Exactly. And I felt little to nothing. You're going to fall yeah. off that bike, your old ass, no, and be like, ah, my head. <laughs> I'm still ice. That's the thing. When I fell, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Because, 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 because <laughs> the ba- I was coming down the hill. It was dark, and the it was dark. I go riding in, mm-hmm. and it was dark, 
and the the ground was uneven so i was coming down a hill and i hit this patch and mm-hmm. then the bike on the back started to lift up and i was mm-hmm. like oh no i'm you ain't about to see me going throwing in the right. air i said right. mm-hmm, put the weight back down I put my weight back down but then the bike right. slid to the side and i took a tuck and roll on my left side my elbow my hip my knee my foot and i was like all right you too old no i was like i know see stop (laughs) i said don't nothing feel broken i was Mm -hmm. i was just like nothing feel broken nothing feel shattered all right let me try to move i went to move Mm -hmm. and just got my ass back up and i said thank you lord i'm not too old i still got it let me i'm gonna re-ask you how you feel in like three days and see what happens it's already been four the worst is over i've been icing so you're late okay i've been icing okay Um, all right I also you better ice after something like that. I also I'm looking forward to um to Joe Biden's vice presidential pick on Saturday. That's gonna happen. Um, just whoever it is, because whoever it is has the potential to really be the president for the like next the vice president, then the president for the next eight to you know four to eight to twelve years. Really, I'm sure Biden's gonna be a one term president, and then hopefully he can pass it on to the VP, and they can take the next eight years. And that, and if it was a lady, I think that'd be perfect. So I'm just, I'm interested, I'm really interested. And uh, on this day, 29 nah, years ago, Sean and I went to the Destiny Fulfilled and Loving It tour, and beyond, and sat in the second row on the floor, and Beyonce looked at me in the eyes during the Catered to You dance section, and realized I was too young, and therefore she didn't catch a case. Sean will say it was him, but he's lying. You swear you was Terrence Howard in the BT performance. Like, if you I don't cut show, it out. I'll show you the YouTube video. No, I saw it earlier. If you don't cut it out. <laughs> I should have posted it today. I bet. But yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah. Let's get into the weekly playlist. <laughs> to keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at OnTheWayWeekly. Where we release it every Wednesday. This week we've got. Ho, why is you here? By Flo Millie. No Pressure by Logic. The Outrunners by Currency. And House by Lupe Fiasco and Kaylin Ellis featuring Virgil Abloh. Mm. For my first album this week, I had Ho, Why Is You Here by Flo Millie. For those who don't know, she is a 20-year-old rapper, singer, and songwriter. Um, She's known for her singles, Be Flo Mix and In The Party, which went viral on social media um, on 2020's favorite app, TikTok. She's currently signed to RCA Records, and this is her first mixtape, which was released, like, this week. Um, I did hear about Flo Millie from TikTok and from my niece. Shout out to her. She's in her teens. Um, and I definitely heard <clears throat> the Be Flow Mix song on Spotify. Loved it. Loved the flow. Loved how she sounds young, but she sounds like she can probably go bar for bar with someone if she really made the effort to. Um, I definitely really fucked with her style. I fuck with how unapologetic she is and how open and raw she is. Um, I love that because she is so young, but that shit bops. Like, the visuals are amazing to her singles. Um, 
And just the fact that she's just herself and you can tell it's not a facade it's not something that's forced it's not like somebody goes you know in action and, and she puts on this whole act this is her this is how she is and it is amazing um be flow mix was my song still is my song so glad she put on this mixtape you is my duty i'm the big dog my nickname is scooby who got beef with me girl you don't want to compete i'm too fast on my feet and you know where i be making you mad it's my specialty i'm the petty queen i need you to have a seat my dad would drill you like a cavity and he won't let you win on his strategy better think twice when you come for our family honey you're gonna cause a fatality can't do no bro code they give me allergies but i know they love my personality maybe because i got a nigga mentality i'm trying to make a million my salary i might have took an l but I'm pretty sure nobody could tell. It I also enjoyed Like That Bitch. Um, the song Weak with the SWV sample, of course. Um, lot, not friendly with what sounds like the, the sample from Crank That for Soldier Boy. Um, and I also enjoyed Eat It Up. Um, like I said, like she's 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 one of the she's one of the artists right now. Like she's I don't know what it is. I feel like she has a certain aesthetic to her. That I'm vibing with, and I'm excited to hear more music from her. This album cover is confident as hell. Right, right. I love it. I love the new generation. I love how bold it is. I love it. Right. I love the neck tattoos. I love it. This week for my first album, I had No Pressure by Logic. It's the sixth and apparently final album by the Def Jam signee and Maryland native. Honestly, I was a little hes I was okay. I was a little hesitant going into this project. Don't get me wrong. We reviewed Logic here before and sometimes I just feel like his style of rap is a little more pop leaning. Uh but I I I but I was pleasantly surprised on this project. Similar to his first album, Under Pressure, his final album, No Pressure, was also primarily produced by No ID. And listening to this just reminded me of how, even though I love Kanye's production, it reminded me of almost how much I love No ID's production and how much Kanye is inspired by um, No ID. And how 444 was completely produced by No ID and all the gems that we got there. This was really... It was a really, really well put together album. And I was trying to figure out why is why is Logic retiring? Like or why announce it, you know? Like why 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 not just be quiet and then hush and just come out with music when you want? But after hearing it, I I get it. Honestly, I get it. He's saying that he'd rather live at home. He'd rather live at home, live the home life now with his um, wife and his son that he just had comfy in the house, raising his kid instead of bouncing back and forth from hotel to hotel. And as a germaphobe, I get it. I overstand, um, especially during the Rona. But re- <laughs> I really think I think his life is going to be he. I think that he thinks his life is going to be more boring now and less interesting to rap about but i don't know about all that we'll, we'll, we'll see what really happens i doubt that this is the last time we'll hear from him some of my favorite projects some of my favorite songs were um gp4 celebration soul food 2 perfect uh, man i is 
and dad bod. Chilling with the homies at the crib, bumping pop div. This the life I live, you ain't nobody. nobody. Hit the studio with no ID, make a couple platinum records in that bitch, and then I dip about it. On the one on one, my wife text me, talking about you gotta get home, feed your son, girl, don't trip about it. Walk up in with applesauce and broccoli, little Bobby better eat your greens, boy, don't get me lip about it. I'm a dad, this my life, this the type of shit I write. I was hungry in the basement, had that boy, he full of life. Smoking dope, I as a kite, only when that babysitter had the crib, though. Take my shorty to Nobu and dig up in a rib, though. Man, if you don't want to rap no more, just say that. That's it. That's <laughs> just the, say that. Uh, right. You, or something. That. We don't need all this. Um, but yeah, good luck to you. Mm. Ooh, for my second album this week, I had The Outrunners by Currency and Harry Fraud. This isn't the first time they have collabed. Well, Currency has collabed with the producer. Um, they have like a sh- bunch of classics between them, including uh, Leaving the Dock, um, Who with Styles P, um, from the from the EP Cigarette Boats in 2012, um, the mixtape with Smoke Dizzle in 2013, um, and they also collabed in 2010. On a track called So High with French Montana. Um, I'm going to always love Currency as a lyricist because, like I've said before several times, he does not really, his style really doesn't age and it doesn't decay, as I would say. Like, you're always going to get good quality music, good rhymes, good raps with the New Orleans accent. Also, like, just fun writing, smoking music, too. Right. And I mean, he comes out with music so much that it's hard for him to really get old. No, no. It's and then when he does, when he cut. does release, it's like he'll like, you know, he'll say, hey, it makes him come out this Friday. Boom. And you fuck with it, you do. And if you don't, you don't. And he, you know, mm-hmm. he truly does it because he enjoys it. I think the only time I've seen him really, really or I've seen him really promote so much is when Stone Immaculate came out, um, his studio album. That's when he had a whole bunch of features and. You know, and that was a good project, but I feel like that was the only time I seen him like really, really, really push and push, push, push and promote. Mm-hmm. But other than that, when he drops like EPs and mixtapes and stuff, he's like, "All right, it's coming out this week. Cool, fuck with it, ride to it." And then he that's stays what, in his own lane, and that's what's timeless about him, and it works for mm-hmm. him. And that's what's also so interesting about the you know the juxtaposition between him and Logic. Like he just be coming out with an album on a random day just because, just and Logic because. on album six talking about I'm retiring. But right. I mean, they've seen different levels of success. Who knows the what? It, it, it may have completely exhausted logic, and he just want to chill. I don't know, but it's just an interesting comparison. They on two opposite sides of the spectrum. Sorry to that man. <laughs> um, some of my favorites from this was. <laughs> Um, 90s I Rock Z featuring Wiz Khalifa on the hook. This morning I met her tonight, I was in a job. I dug her so much, said I'd be back tomorrow. My young and park right behind mine with the remote in the car. Fuck with me, he'll press pause. Fuck with me, he'll push a button, turn you off, dog. She don't want me, lonely, lonely, lonely. Golden Chrome, 
um, and Mugello featuring Mugello Red featuring Rick Ross. Um, those three back to back were like chef's kiss to me. Um, he also has Jim Jones on his EP as well. So yeah, I mean I fucked with it. Currency always, like I said, it's timeless music. It's timeless writing music, and you listen to his old music and his new music, and you're not gonna see that much of a drastic change like he didn't go through oh, i went through a popish phase and oh i went through a rockish phase like nope i'm in my currency lane and it's working for me and it does i hope he just continues to release music until he decides not to one day until he until he decides not to until he decides not to that's how it should be i really don't even like the prospect of people saying like an artist has to retire by a certain time Mm-mm. like how dare you i'm still alive and as long as i can still sing i do, like if you make music you more than you more if and if you're good and if you've lasted for a long time you more so like you you like it but you do it because you like it mm-hmm. like it's just something that naturally comes to you and yeah audience comes with it like you i guess you need that but if you just wake it like like Sister Mary Clarence says, if you wake up in the morning, girl, and you a sing and you and you sing, then you supposed to be a singer, girl. Why does he quote Sister Mary Clarence? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. So, yeah, you can't tell somebody to stop. You know, especially now, we're seeing a lot of older artists continue or or legacy acts become legacy acts and keep on putting out music. I think it's dope. Exactly. This week for my second album, I had House, an EP by Lupe Fiasco on lyrics and Kaylin Ellis on music production. So, so you know Lupe is already deep as hell, double entendre, <laughs> pregnant pause, make you rethink everything you thought you knew, king. You got to take a notepad with you, like when you listen to his music, you <laughs> yeah. jot down little notes and find, write down little Easter eggs that you might have heard or some shit And like go that. back and look it up later. Right. But this was one that, but this was that plus, like, ten times. It was given to us in five songs. All of that in five songs. Uh-huh. It sounds like during the Rona, he's just had some time to think about random topics and really decode them. The first song is literally called Dinosaurs. And he's definitely rapping about dinosaurs. But below the surface, it's more about how our lives are fleeting and how there was a whole species that was here that roamed the earth before we were and how they were wiped out and how we shouldn't think that the same thing couldn't happen to us, which is, I mean, a really legit concept. I think man can be really cocky, but he really broke that whole thing down in a three minute song. Um, Sledum featuring Crystal or Sledum featuring Crystal Torres and and Graham Burris. That might have been my favorite um, melodic track on the album, and it explores what it really means to have a job in 2020 and how much differently we can maintain a life with the jobs we create rather than like 40 or 50 years ago. It's things like having really making a, a living off the internet. He really broke it down. You ain't gotta go back to school. Set your own hours, powers, and agilities. Takes advantage of all of your natural abilities. Something like your dream occupation, a clean obligation, and a steamed operation. Shoes featuring Virgil Abloh, and it was my first time hearing him. That was my first time hearing Virgil speak, and I'm like, 
So that's why Kanye talks like that. Especially <laughs> when Virgil says, you know, the way he said it, it all clicked. Like, I've heard Kanye say, you know, like when he's trying to break something mm-hmm. down, like, uh-huh. Virgil, meant, uh, Virgil went into the full, the full explanation and deep dive of what it takes to make a shoe. <laughs> he was just like, there was a period where Lupe was rapping, and then he was just cut where he was just letting Virgil speak. And I thought it was really odd at first. But by the end, I definitely walked away with a better understanding of what <laughs> what makes of what it takes to make shoes and why they're so popular and what it takes to build a great one and the connection between, as he described it, man and earth. I was like, it's just like, damn, like I can only imagine the kind of talks he and Kanye used to have about who minute issues, who knows what, just deep diving a wall. You ever seen the Pokemon Psyduck? And like no. he would get upset, and he'd be like, "Sigh, sigh, sigh." And just get, <laughs> he's like this platypus duck thing that would just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him. Yes, yes. Right, that's how I feel listening. To- <laughs> 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 that's how I feel listening to this. Yeah, all of that in five songs, bro. No, it thanks. was. They was talking about, he opened up talking about where is our place in the universe? Okay, you see What is a house? I said, oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, Lupe. Is this PBS? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Nah. And then it wrapped up with a beat that he got on Twitter that he found it and they added to him and Kaylin, I guess, called uh, LF95. Interesting. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the singles by Any Means by Georgia Smith and the singles The Climb Back and Lion King on Ice by J. Cole. Everything come back around full circle. Why do lies sound pleasant but the truth hurtful? Everybody gotta cry once in a while. But how long will it take for you smile? This is that come back to life shit. My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up as if the sun had the night shit. And paint the town red for my nigga found dead too soon. Yeah. To the left of that decimal, I need seven figures to play the joint. Turn up your decibels, peepie decimator joint. Take on my projects like the And now it's time for Music News. What's going on this week, Khalil? So thanks to Drake's releases last week with DJ Khaled of Grease and Pop Star, he's now the artist with the most top ten billboard hits at forty. Y'all like after, those songs? After passing Madonna <laughs> at thirty-eight. <laughs> it's so I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I tried, y'all. I don't. Mm. I like the grease one. I like the grease one. The grease one's tolerable. The pop star one, I'm just like, wow, this kind of sounds lazy. I hate that because it's like when you, especially when you collab with Khaled, I'm expecting like fuck for free. Like I'm expecting something, but kind of underwhelmed. They went another direction this time, Sylvie. They went another direction. What, couch potato? This list is always... Mm-hmm. Uh, I and think I'm a Drake this, fan. 
what's i think i think that this i'm not even gonna go there i think that this list is always changing though because okay. music is always changing it's, music is always coming out i feel like i hear my favorite artists all accomplishing this goal at different times during the year um but now it's drake's turn so go ahead champagne poppy champagne poppy oh my goodness like i said i mean i tried and you know what? And I figured it was going to come to a day like where I was going to listen to a Drake song and I was going to be like, huh. And when these both of these songs came out, I was like, wow. This was that day for this you. This was that day. I've listened to it on repeat several different occasions, several different days. Okay. And I just can't get into it. Well, I don't think there are album songs for Drake. I think that they're just summer songs for Drake. I think he's got something cooking. though. That's even worse. Okay. Summer's halfway done, beloved. This all you came out with? This well, that's why I think he wasn't really aiming for summer. He was like, huh, because if he was, he would have put something out weeks ago to really have it build for the summer. I think he's just like, uh, oh, here's something. You collab with Khaled twice, and this is just, eh. Come on now. Six out of ten. So another. <laughs> <laughs> well. In other news, so this week, um. Ja Rule got dissed by ESPN for his Milwaukee Bucks halftime performance. Um, They actually tweeted, never forget this Ja Rule moment. And the video that went viral was when he was um, doing the halftime show and he was like, are you ready? Then you hear nothing from the crowd. And then he says, Mm. guess not, before like Mm. he goes to perform. Uh, Which was Mm. a funny video, don't get me wrong. But Listen, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Go it ahead. was a funny video, but um, then Ja Rule tweeted, and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't have thought that ESPN would have tweeted that. Like other people, yes, actual ESPN, wow. Um, right there, you he go. responded right. saying, "I usually mind my business and ignore the white noise, but I think it's very unprofessional, except for when it's Fifty Cent. But I think it's very unprofessional. <laughs> Come on now, that's not white noise. That is red all up in your face. Yeah, that is." Um. A, a, a freaking mosquito bite that you can't wait to scratch every single time. Yeah. Um, he said, I a think swarm it's... of bees every time. That ain't no, yeah, that ain't no white noise. Go ahead. He said, but I think it's very unprofessional of ESPN to try to diminish or discredit who and what I am to this culture. Whoever posts for your social accounts, ESPN needs to be fired. He continued to say, be more professional, ESPN, and tell you, he's every time I'm saying ESPN, is because he added them, and tell mm-hmm. your and tell your little social team to have some respect. We speaking on an icon, hashtag icon with two ends. Um, and then he also tweeted, so let me get this straight. ESPN, you're letting your social team that represents your brand and social accounts with over 16 million followers. Come on now. Try and clown me over what was clearly a technical issue with the equipment and for what? Likes? ESPN clout chasing now? Right. He also <laughs> went to go clear up the fact that it was a technical issue. Even mm-hmm. though the video, you know, came out by how it was, but still, um, it it is it is very unprofessional to be very honest. Like I said before, with the whole platform, like mm-hmm. yes, the jokes are funny, and yes, it's that video was very funny. Whether it was technical, it difficult, uh, to do whatever, it was hilarious. I I kikied from the, uh, the bottom, the bottom of my stomach. At the same time, for them to tweet that and like say never forget, it's like um, Whoa. not a good look. No. Um, professionally, um, as an organization and your social team, like it's not a good whoever did tweet that should got 
should have gotten Hol- penalty Hol- fired or something. Hol- right. Hilarious video. Hilarious video. Like every time you see it, hilarious. Some things are just funny. <laughs> but should not but not to be tweeted by ESPN. Maybe by maybe by Mary or or, or you know Althea who works for ESPN. I don't know why I said Althea. Mm-mm. Who works for ESPN you know, on their individual account because they thought it was funny just like us, but as a brand, as a corporation, to just randomly tweet something like that, like who's to say where is it going to start now? Who's, exactly. Who's next? Exactly. Uh, corporations just start making fun of, exactly. you know, artists and then other people. That's that's not the move. And he's right. And Icon, I could never hop on that bandwagon when y'all just threw Ja Rule to the side and just went over there and started riding on the 50 cent train. All right. Icon. All right. I'll never forget all my bitty, all my bitty gym parties who got the room lit every time. Where would I be without my baby? All right. Showing your age. That's fine. Um. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) <laughs> Boom, where would I be without my baby? He loves showing your age on this show. Um, yeah, no, it was very unprofessional. And I would never be on, for the record, I would never be on all 50 Cent side with anything. doesn't matter. I mean, he, <laughs> for the he record. Says, he, he can say some jokes here and there, but he's honestly a disgusting individual. But I digress. <laughs> on the way, listeners, do you feel as if ESPN was in the wrong for tweeting what they did about Ja Rule? Let us know what you think at On The Way Weekly. We're back. And it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? <sighs> Well, to my delete, to my delight, 10 years, almost 10, almost 10 years later, the president of Howard University, Wayne L. Frederick, said that he was delighted to announce. He said that he was delighted to announce that HBO has presented a one million dollar gift to Howard University um, to help establish an endowed an endowed fund to benefit students pursuing careers in the arts and entertainment industries. Really, HBO, you couldn't have did this ten years ago. What? But you know, things happen when they're supposed to. HBO first, um. And the thing is, so what it is, um, they have a special event coming out, a special show coming out called Between called Between the World and Me, which is also the title of Tanahisi Coates, number one selling uh, New York Times book. And he is also a proud alumni of Howard. He's a fellow alumni. And along with Camilla Forbes and Susan Kalechi Watson, both other two Howard alumni, they've established the Coates Forbes 
Coates, Forbes, Watson, HBO, Dream Seekers, Endowed Fellowship. And so what that is all about is that basically um, it's money, it's stipends, it's varying amounts of money um, that will be given to students, awarded to students who are trying to travel, who have uh, internships in Los Angeles or New York, um, who are looking for careers in communications, fine arts, fine arts. Fine arts, we couldn't have did this 10 years ago. Fine arts, oh, well, business, and law. But it's really not business and law. I'm, I'm joking. It would have been great to happen 10 years ago. It really would. And, and that's something that my friends and I are always in constant communication about how we can make our department better, the things that we didn't have that we wish that we could have seen. And this is really a great thing. Um, this is really great for the kids who are there now, the people who are going to benefit from this. This is it's a really dope opportunity. So you're not held back when 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 you're presented with an opportunity because you don't just because you don't have the financial means to do it. um, It's just a horrible reason not to be able to do something that somebody thinks that you're worthy of. So being able to lean on your school like this to further invest in you is, is perfect. I remember the story of. It's like the story of Chadwick Boseman, and he was trying to go to Bada, which is the British Academy of Dramatic Art. I went there, and it's in London. It's a summer program that some of us, that some of the kids do, and he didn't have the funds to get there. And he tells a story about how I think he told Felicia Rashad has somehow found out. She's also an alumni, and she called up Denzel, and she was like, hey, we need some help sending this guy to London, sending some of these kids to London. And it's because of Denzel and Felicia that he got the chance to go study abroad. So this is just like a really, I think, an expanded version of that where you should be able to depend on your university to help you get to that next level instead of just spitting you out to the world and saying, okay, go figure it out now, you know? That is true. So this week for my Queen Spotlight, I wanted to shine the light on a bunch of people, including of including some kings. Yeah. Y'all get a y'all get a y'all get a shot. Y'all get a chance this week. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to shout out the the black and only the black people who got nominated. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. And that was the point. Who got nominated um for an Emmy? For this year in 2020, let's just go through the list. Mm. We know we know there are favorites, but let's just name a few. We got Don Cheeto. For those of you who've never seen Black Monday, watch the show. It is amazing. It's on Showtime. That's what everybody tells me. I'm just gonna start. You're That's gonna you. you're just you gonna would enjoy it. I know people. I'm gonna okay. Me knowing you, you would enjoy it. Okay. Anthony Anderson. Um, I don't like why you say that. I know why you say that, and I don't appreciate <laughs> that. And I don't think that that's funny. I wasn't even thinking about that, but and since, that has, and, and 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 I was gonna say because of his personality and how bold he is and how funny he is. But yes, that as well. That, that doesn't even no up. no. You see, that doesn't even up. match up with my personality. And you trying it? Go ahead, keep going until you watch it, and then I get a text like Sylvie. You were right. And I'm going to be like, see, see, <laughs> Anthony Anderson and Blackish, Issa Rae, our girl Issa Rae, who came from YouTube, okay, is mm. Emmy nominated for Outstanding Lead Actress in her role on in HBO's Insecure. That's so nuts. I just remember, I'm thinking back to the first YouTube, time. YouTube, where we first saw her. Yeah. And I, and so when Rob was up here, he I think he was, I don't know if he was living here that summer or if he had come up, but 
but he was all about it. I didn't really know too much about it. I mm. learned about it afterward. But he knew that her thing was on I Am Other, which was her mm-hmm. channel. It and went from YouTube like, to I Am Other, and yeah. then we had and you know him always looking like on the internet for like for the where's the tickets at where are we going like so he found tickets she was having a screening of awkward black girl at the magic johnson amc theater oh my goodness and so we went and we went and afterward we met her and he was like oh my god that's her khalil you got to take a picture i was like okay i didn't know who this girl was yeah. i just said and i was like okay and i'm just i just took the picture of him and her and lo and behold and she it was when she she was still a she was still a thicker person. She was still a thicker Issa. Don't got no, no, that's the that's her whole story. She was still a she was um she wasn't went through phases. The, yeah, she was. She's gone. She wasn't the Issa that we see on TV now, and and now she's just gone to a different place, an elevated place, nominated for Emmys and whatnot. And just to look back and think that that's the same girl that I took a random picture of in the stairway of the AMC movie theater is nuts. Right. And now, look, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, of course, for Outstanding Lead um, for Blackish, mm-hmm. Andre Brower for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mahershala Ali, um, Kenan Thompson, Sterling K. Brown, Eddie Murphy for that episode of Saturday Night Live, which was amazing. Um, the one you said I look like. What mm-hmm. I don't really think we look alike like that. It's probably just the eyes. Um, Yvonne. What's the demeanor? Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, also for uh, Insecure, Wanda Sykes, the legendary Wanda Sykes, Billy yeah. Porter. Zandia. I want to see that. That that show, uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I hear is just really white, and that's why I haven't watched it. But she's playing uh, <laughs> she's playing Mom's Mabley, and so I really want to see her play that role, though. That's what she's nominated <laughs> for. As well for her voiceover performance and her work in Crank Yankers. Mm. Um, Billy Porter, Zendaya, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, oh shit, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong. Okay. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito, uh, Thandie Newton, the legendary Thandie Newton, uh, right. Samira, Samira Wiley for Handmaid's All Tale. My faves. Laverne Giancarlo Con- Esposito is very. He's. I think. He, I hope he's won several Emmys before because he's so underrated. He the way he can just play anything Any is yeah. Octavia Spencer for Self Made, um, mm-hmm. our girl, who can also voice our boy Riley. Go ahead. Regina King. Right again. For her role in HBO's Watchmen, Kerry mm-hmm. Washington for, for Little Fires Everywhere. If you uh-huh. have not seen Little Fires Everywhere. In on in Hulu, no, it's just for that. If you have not seen Little oh. Fires Everywhere, um, on Hulu, I recommend it. It's so good. It's only ten episodes. It's good. It's I've good. Been on, I'm on episode four. I've been there for like four months. I'll keep moving on. I just have to be in a dramatic. You have to. to. Watch it. You have I to keep know. moving on because it turns up on episode five and things start making sense. Okay. Right. Okay. But I was gonna say, I know she's probably maybe she's not nominated for it, but American Son is nominated, and that couldn't have been ha- it couldn't happen without her. So exactly, Jeremy Pope, um, Angela Bassett, obviously, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph, hello, Felicia mm-hmm. Rashad, Felicia again. I looked that up. You know that's the alumni. Um, got a, a mother of all mothers. I just don't understand how. 
she's never won an Emmy. I looked at the thing. They, they, that's why, that, and that's why I don't be having faith in these shows. And these, I was gonna get shows. there at the end, Khalil. Damn, oh, sorry. I was go ahead. I was, li- I'm giving, I'm giving kings and queens their shot. Sorry, um, go ahead. Ron Jones, Stephen James, uh, uh, uh Lawrence Fishburne, um, mm. not for Blackish, but for a short. An outstanding actor in a short film, um, a comedy drama series on Quibi called Free Ray Sean. Um, oh, fuck. Mamudu Athi. Okay. Right. For his FX series, um, O Jerome No. Um, I've seen the commercials. It looks interesting. Corey Hawkins, uh, Jasmine Jones, um, Robin Thede's A Black Lady Sketch Show. Robin Thede. Uh, Lupita, the gorgeous and beautiful for what? And talented Lupita. She's nominated for um, Outstanding Narrator and Discovery Channel Drama Series. Oh, wow. Um, damn, how do you pronounce? Nice and black this year. I like this. Is how it should be. And, and 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 all of these are are amazing, amazing, amazing actors and actresses. And so man, I'm happy for them. Um, um, Yaya Abdul, saw- of course. But, I saw Rihanna's Fenty, her Fenty fashion show was nominated as like an outstanding variety special amongst like the Oscars and whatnot. Yes. I just do not want to get any type of hopes up when it comes to these award shows and Emmys and stuff. They don't define us. It's great. It's a it's a beautiful honor. But mm-hmm. we know when we get snubbed for this shit. It's like, come on. Like and there were a lot of a lot of actors and actresses who I feel like should have been nominated for Emmys that also got snubbed. Um, like Anjanu Ellis for Maddie Mar- for Doctor Maddie Moss Clark in the Clark Sisters movie, y'all are bugging Emmys, right. bugging. It's it's right, exactly. Um, and then there was this uproar on Twitter with like a whole bunch of uh, what y'all call yourselves Latinx people in that community who were saying what who were saying that how they're not they're not represented represented um in the emmys and things like that but hold on what's his name i understand that yeah let me understand something uh what's it what's what was that movie that i will never watch by netflix when they see us right oh yeah (laughs) i will never watch yeah we talked about it why you won't i get it yeah but when Jarrell jerome was nominated for an emmy and actually won. Well, did he win? Let me look at that. Because I don't want to say an actual Yeah, he won. won. No, he, no, he won. He definitely won. Right. But when Jarrell Jerome was nominated for an Emmy, I didn't see a lot of people going up for him in his own community. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of black people going up for him. So, you know, that I just side-eyed. But, you know, hey, I digress. Either way, I just... Congratulations to everyone who got nominated mm-hmm. who was black. I just do not want to get too many hopes up. Because a lot of times these award shows will just throw out nominations and then end up picking the lesser. Right. Yeah. The nomination is the safety blanket. Like, we, we considered everybody. Can't say we weren't uh, looking. Can't say we weren't uh, being discriminatory. But we're going to give it to this person. BLM. <laughs> On the way, listeners. What other artists do you think the Emmys might have left off of the nomination list? Let us know what you think at On The Way We I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later?
sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day with face Cause I don't be waiting for, for nobody but you It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Be honest, brutally honest. That is what's going to maintain relationships. I love, love, love this quote, and I felt like I've been saying these words in different forms this whole week. Um, I was speaking to someone the other day and I was I was discussing I was speaking about the fact that a lot of times people try to, you know, shelter other people's feelings or they don't want to show who they, tr- they who they truly are themselves up front. So they'll either give one or two things about themselves or give a clue here and there and whatever idea you fall in love with, you know, they try to keep up with that image. I would rather you be completely brutally honest with me and you're upfront with me without having any type of like, you know, show. I want to find everything out in the beginning rather than later on. I'm like, oh, I thought we we like this together. Like, no, I don't really like this. This. Right. So it and and that and that goes for anything. That goes for when you first meet someone, if you're dating or if you're meeting on any apps or things like that. That Mm. goes for even when you are you got with the person and you know you you're at that level that goes for friendships as well like i want to see your true self i don't want to have to be reintroduced to somebody later months you know down the line right there's a i think there's like there's a difference between shedding layers of yourself over time and then completely switching up who you've been and having to reintroduce yourself right yeah yeah yeah, I thought about it in the sense of, uh, of, of, I guess, looking out for friends or people that you care about. Mm-hmm. And I think in that sense, I thought, yes, the overall picture is the overall picture is to be brutally honest. But still, even in that, I think you have to be careful, especially when you're dealing with people who you love on how you do it and when you do it. Like it's never to not tell them the truth or what they need to hear, but you have to sometimes coming at it aggressively and brutal i think maybe i equate equate with with aggressive and maybe it doesn't have to mean like that but aggressive i think you have to pick your battles as to when you're going to be aggressive and telling somebody that you love something they need to hear because they may not receive it but brutal i guess is even when they're trying to receive it khalil like you you can't you can't prevent how somebody receives something no, not all the time. No, no. And I'm saying, of course not. But I'm saying, like, if you're in a heated argument with somebody or a debate with somebody and then you're really trying to make a point, that might not be the time. Like, you just have to, okay, hold up. Let me, let me come, let's revisit this at another time because right now we're just yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And emotions think, and feelings are, are getting more involved over right, right. the actual point. And it's okay if, if you wanted to disagree. That's why it's good to sometimes not force your opinion on someone with right. anything. But I think brutal at the end of the day is, but you still have to understand. I still need you to understand what I'm saying and where I'm coming from. So now might not be the time, but I'm, we're going to have to revisit this at another time so we can come to a, a common understanding. And if we can't do that, then the brutal honesty is that maybe we shouldn't be friends. Maybe we're not meant to, you know, vibe on that level. 
That's just what I thought about. Yes. Yes. I tell you the rest when I see you. Word. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K A H L I L X D A N I E L and on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash K X D music. You can also find me on the title and the Apple Music and the Spotify under Khalil Daniel. And send me your email address because you want to be on this newsletter list. Okay. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones. More on Twitter than Instagram because Instagram can get really exhausting sometimes. And it also finds out finds jokes and stuff from Twitter and it finds stuff late. Um, Instagram is like the new Facebook mm. for me now. It's just like, yeah. Twitter is timeless. Never going to get old. Always put the funnies, the jokes, and the, the news first. That is my 1010 wins news. Mm, it is i find myself during in the middle of the day just like okay i haven't checked twitter in a couple hours just refreshing that'll tell you what's going on in the world first exactly like the cops over in ridgewood new jersey who was over there arresting that black the little young black boy and ben crump the attorney for uh, um you know ahmaud arbery and trayvon martin's family got involved and spoke up i'm sorry i'm i'm or george floyd's family i think Uh uh-uh you might not include that if you got to find that out and well, we just know Ben Crump. He's just been the prominent attorney for for at least two of these two families in the in the Black Lives Matter movement who have had slain children. And he's speaking up on issues surrounding us close to where we live now. Just don't think that this can't touch you is all. Exactly. When you're dealing with the police forces. It's everywhere. Um, and yeah, so you can find me on those social media websites or out in these streets. Don't get too close. And just outliving my best life, trying to stay safe and get as much vitamin D, the sun, as possible. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the health advice for this week. Amen. And for everything else you heard, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C. And on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, everybody. Come back next week if you still have a head or a scalp or a wig. Um, if Brandy or Beyonce hasn't taken it, and we'll be here to talk all about it. Bye.